You know, our show is committed to inform the community of recent significant events and topics of mental health and public policy. We are also committed to engage and empower those who witness injustices to be proactive. And you can make a difference. Hello, family and friends. My name is Sandra Grace Martinez, and I'm the host of the Amplified Life Show. Thank you for joining us today. We have an amazing, I can't even give him the appropriate word because he has been such a champion for us um, here in San Antonio. Um, and through this pandemic, he has stood tall. And it is my privilege to introduce to you Councilman John Courage. Thank you, Councilman, for joining us today. Well, you're welcome, Sandra Grace. I'm glad to join you and your audience. I am curious, what led you to go into uh, politics or, you know, public policy? A lot of people don't know this. I've lived in San Antonio now 50 years, but I was actually uh, raised in Massachusetts. And, you know, the, th the thing that probably prompted me about government and public service was President Kennedy. And of course, his assassination, which struck me at a young age. I was about uh, 12 years old. And, uh, you know, I, I studied about him after his death. And I, I just recognized the significance of what public service means. And so really, all my life, uh, I've wanted to serve the public. I did that through the military. I did that working through St. Peter's and St. Joseph Children's Home. I did that as a teacher for 27 years. Uh, I was elected to public office for the Alamo Community College District Board and uh, helped create Palo Alto Community College on the south side. Uh, and now I'm a city councilman for District 9, representing uh, citizens in North Central San Antonio. And so, you know, it's just been part of my life's work is public service. Well, the purpose of this show is to um, let our family and friends know that the topic of mental health is not a subject to um, put aside any longer. I think with the, a lot of the events that have occurred and over a year and a half, but even recently, um, it could be very um, overwhelming for some people. Uh, what is mental wellness to you? You know, I think that's a, a big question. And I would say to me, it's a very personal feeling. It's an understanding of, of the world around you and how you interact with that world. And I think the comfort and security and safety that you know where you are, you feel like you belong there, that you have uh, control of your life uh, to a great extent, uh, and that uh, you, you feel comfortable uh, in your own skin. And to me, that's the simplest way for me to go ahead and explain, uh, you know, mental well-being uh, from my perspective. As a licensed professional counselor, the common denominator for those who struggle with severe depression feel they don't belong and that they're burdens uh, to people, that when they don't feel like they belong, they don't feel like they have a purpose to remain. So it pertains to social justice. It pertains to current political, the current political pulse, um, COVID-19 pandemic, 
um, economic issues um, that still loom. Why are people reserved when it comes to seeking help for mental wellness? Uh, it gets back to what I, I said earlier. You know, if you feel comfortable in your own skin, then you feel comfortable in saying, okay, um, I'm, I'm experiencing some kind of depression or moods that I'm not used to. I need to talk to somebody about it. Uh, and I think that's the problem. A lot of people don't recognize uh, their own limitations or their own conditions. Um, and they start to think, you know, something's wrong with them. Uh, and, and they're afraid to go and seek help because they're afraid that, People won't understand or won't accept it. And maybe that it, it's so unusual the way they feel that there, there may not be anything anyone can do about it. Uh, and, you know, I, I have to tell you, I've, I had a family member, my mother, who had uh, some real problems uh, many, many years ago. She's passed now 30 years. But uh, she had a history of mental problems that, uh, really limited her ability to uh, function in society and to reach the potential that I'm sure she had. Uh, just like uh, when we run into those kinds of feelings, uh, we limit our own potential. I want to normalize that everyone in every field has a moment where they realize they, they cannot please everybody, that they have to make decisions in their life that is that are going to be inappropriate for some people. How does one get out of that? How do you specifically get out of something that weighs on you and that affects your mental wellness? Well, you know, as an elected official, a lot of times you're called upon to make choices or decisions that you know uh, a lot of people in your district may not agree with. Um, I, I've, I've heard a saying before and understand it. You can meet the needs of some of the people all the time and you can meet the needs of all the people some of the time, but you can't meet the needs of all of the people all of the time. And I believe that's true. And so uh, I've often uh, found that uh, I've just got to go ahead and, and try and listen to all sides that want to speak with me and do as much research as I can. Uh, and then I need to make the most reasonable and responsible decisions that I can based on all the input that's available. But that I also learned something a long time ago and I, I live by this. I don't take rejection personally. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to learn to do. And I say that from the perspective of being an elected official uh, and somebody, you know, who serves the public, uh, you, you just can't meet everybody in your community. You can't hear all sides in the community. Uh, so you've got to make the best decision that you think you can on what you do here and what you do see. Uh, and so when, when people become critical and they say things uh, about me as an elected official or against what I did, I just say to myself, you know, they don't know me. And so I don't take that personally. They're just upset about uh, the 
consequences of an action that I took and how they may perceive it might affect their lives. And that's reasonable for people to wonder about those things and to have concerns and, and to be upset. But I've learned not to take it personally. And so I, I don't feel like it, it has a dramatic impact on, on my life and, and how I live my life. Now, I do get frustrated sometimes. And sometimes uh, I'll, I'll have something that, that bothers me enough that I want to forget about it. And I'll tell you, I have a very simple way of getting away from those problems that kind of eat at me. Uh, I just watch TV. I just look for something uh, on television that helps me completely get out of the world I live in and get into the world of whatever that program may be and start just allowing that to block out all of the other minor things that, that were annoying me or bothering me. And after a while, um, you know, it's, you know, it just, and I, I, I come back into reality and um, feel back to my normal self. So other people may have other methods of doing that. It could be praying. It could be reading. It could be going for a walk or being out in nature. With me, it's just getting absorbed in some kind of a story that is so fantastic uh, that my own problems seem, uh, you know, not very great, and, and I can just forget about them. There is that fine line between escaping our responsibilities and coping. Sounds like this is your coping skill. I love it. No, your, your line of questioning has kind of opened up my mind. And, you know, what we are talking about people's individual well-being uh, mentally, emotionally, and, and, you know, that includes physically. It's all part of the same thing. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm a very open and honest individual, and I find that that makes me more comfortable about who I am and what I'm doing than anything else. Uh, you haven't changed your belief system. You are consistent. And that is something I admire about you. Thank you so much for being on our show. I hope you come back and visit us again. Thank you, Sandra Grace. I would love to do that. Uh, and let's just stay in touch. Absolutely. So family and friends, like I always say, we may not have it all together, but together we have it all.